who's wrong and who's wronger. In this corner, followed by Millions James, the exploding unicorn breakaway. And in that corner, ignored by Millions, Steve Dosh, Rinko Levan. Hey everybody, welcome back to Wrong and Wronger. It is just what the doctor ordered, and I should know. I'm Dr. Steve. Steve Olivas, the first psychologist of podcasts that put me in peril because I have Typhoid Mary sitting across the table from me. Patient zero. <laughs> this is like a Legionnaire's disease, but I'm not in Philadelphia this week. I've got a guy who represents all the young dudes, and he is so young he won't even get that reference. But James, the exploding unicorn breakwell, and uh, we're going to call him Squeaky this week. But James, how are you doing, man? I am alive. This disease is trying so hard to kill me and it just can't get the job done. I am like the cockroach of the human race. You just can't kill me off. So I'm here for another week. All right. We'll call him La Cucaracha. There James you go. Breakwell. And uh, James and I every week typically argue about some topic that seems inane at first blush. And the one we got this week will seem inane all the way through, front to back. You're not going to oh, believe no, what no, we got no. cooking this, this week. Oh, no, no, no. This one is too important. This is possibly the most <laughs> important thing we've ever debated here. And this is this has nearly destroyed my family multiple times. So the stakes oh, are high. Oh, goodness. And here it is. Should you eat macaroni and cheese with a fork or a spoon? Yeah, a that's a that's a thinker. A yeah. Dun dun dun. Wow, we need like dramatic music and like a lightning flash with some thunder in the background. Actually, what we need is the Guam Quarter of Fate. What we have is the Guam Quarter Whoa. of Fate. I know. I am. I am in the most luxurious Hilton hotel I've ever been <laughs> in, and I've been in them coast to coast. I'm in Marietta, Georgia, and uh, I brought the Guam Quarter with me. I actually, I threw it in my suitcase because I didn't want to put it in my pocket and accidentally spend it somewhere because it's not just any Guam Quarter of Fate. This, James, this is the Guam Quarter of Fate. <laughs> One of only 50 billion like it. It's, it's very special to us. No, now you know how important it is. You mock because you love. I don't know if you want to get into the controversy that erupted because of your passive-aggressive poll that you launched on oh, your Twitter feed. Oh, yes, let's get into that. You cheated. You absolutely cheated. Oh, you had one job you. to eat hot wings with the heat there, and you covered them in ice cream. That's not even a thing. And I was, like, what? giving you tips for what to do afterwards because I kind of felt bad because you're old and I thought it might kill you. And then I watched your freaking video and you just doused them in ice cream as everyone in the world looked on in disgust. You, you let us down. You set the bar lower. And that is hard to do for this podcast. But you did it. That bar is on the ground. First of all. Obviously, we're not going to see eye to eye on this one because, <laughs> because you're all short. That the requirement dictated. You got to be quiet to me. You got to let me say my <laughs> side. I let you say your stupid side okay. over there. My side is all you said was you got to eat the wings. And so I took some preparation ahead of time to make sure that this was going to be accomplished in the least painful way possible because that's the deal. Why do we want to add pain to our lives? So I because it's I took a punishment. A Adam Richmond. Well. <laughs> What so yeah? What do you do for your punishment? You let your girls do all the heavy lifting all around. I you do all the choreography, around. and they just drift in and out of the frame. I'm the main attraction there, and we all know it. I am a dancing star. 
Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, all of the comments on Twitter certainly back that point. Clearly. You want to talk about what the Twitter, what the comments on your video said? 75% said you were a cheater. 75% on Facebook, it was like 83%. (laughs) Well, the Facebook poll is just your people. I noticed that it was more lopsided until my people got involved, and then that actually pulled in a little bit closer, a little tighter. And plenty of people said it wasn't cheating because there were no rules that banned what I did ahead of time. It was the spirit of the rules, okay? You're the New England Patriots of eating wings. You just bend everything until they throw you out and suspend a draft pick, okay? It wasn't technically illegal. We all knew what eat the wings meant. You, you, you knowingly broke that rule. Also, could you even taste those? Like, do you have any idea what blazing wings taste like now? Uh, well, so ahead of time, what you didn't see was I numbed my mouth with a bunch of ice cubes, too. <laughs> <laughs> I had Vaseline on my lips. Oh my I didn't God. use surgical gloves to take the meat off the bones because I'm not a wuss. You know how that goes. <laughs> But I did have the waitress microwave some ice cream for me, so it was kind of lukewarm what, and uh, What did foggy. you tip that poor woman for sitting there? You made her sit there and watch you commit that crime <laughs> against nature. Like, I, I could see her, her, her blinking out SOS with her eyes. <laughs> I did give her a $20 bill on the way out. I oh, said, you God. were a good sport, Abigail. Thank you for that. Sheesh. But she accommodated my every insane wish. And I was able to accomplish the task. I did not even know they had ice cream at Buffalo Wild Wings. I really did not know that. Or whatever. I can't believe you actually said the name of the establishment. Whatever whatever establishment that was. Okay, we did this whole thing about we're not going to do the name of the establishment. And you recorded the video in the establishment with all of their signage behind you. Okay, the mystery was gone. (laughs) Had you taken the wings home like a normal person and eaten them in your own container, we could have pulled (laughs) off this lie, okay? But the the cat is out of the bag. You gave them advertising for $0. Although if it makes you feel better, after watching a 50-year-old man eat ice cream and wings, nobody's ever going to go there again. I'm sure they would pay you to take down that video. I dare anyone to mix ice cream up with wings and eat it with a straight face the way that I did. That was was horrifying. (laughs) Horrifying. Why didn't you just get boneless wings? You took all the meat off the bone anyway. What was the point of that? Boneless wings are a personal affront to God. I thought we'd established But this. you took the meat off the bone. You ate just the meat. There's video evidence of this. I'm not making this up. I've t- I had a couple people on Twitter send me that as advice ahead of time, <sighs> and it worked. It was beautiful. It was a beautiful, beautiful thing. I didn't get uh, schmutz all over my face to start burning my skin. I'd look like I'd have like rosacea or be like uh, from a nuclear holocaust yeah. if I'd have done it that way. If I if I had lost that challenge, let me tell you something. I would have eaten them boneless. I would have eaten them straight, and it would have been amazing. But we'll never know because I beat you fair and square last week, and I'm going to beat you again this week regardless of what the Guam quarter of fate says. By the way, the penalty this week is back to movie scenes. So Back we'll just, to movie scenes. Back to movie Only scenes. because we're not creative enough to come up with something that is parallel to macaroni and cheese. <laughs> it's a tough one. <laughs> All right. Well, the Guam quarter of fate shall speak, but you shall be the one. Oh, actually, we haven't given each other compliments yet, and that's a big oh. part of the shtick for us. I don't know if I can compliment you after that. You better go first. I'll have to think of something. 
right. I want to compliment James, and if uh, you can hear him just trying to push these words out of his mouth, the reason that God has punished him and removed his voice is because he is so mean to me, and he says very passive-aggressive things on Twitter. But I want to congratulate him because he went down to New Orleans and did a presentation at a big conference, and for the first time in the history of major conferences, he, as the speaker, required everyone in the room to read his lips in order to understand what he was saying. And James, in this world of inclusion and Me Too and everybody's perfect just the way they are, I really I, I applaud your boldness, that your bravado at doing that. I think you really took a stand, and that's a wonderful thing. Yeah, I was up there whisper shouting, and everybody just stared at me blankly. But it was like, you know, the emperor's, uh, you know, got no clothes, that kind of scenario. Everybody felt so bad, they pretended they could hear what I was saying, and they gave me huge applause at the end. So it was like I was heroic rather than just pathetic. So it really, it really worked out in my favor. What was the topic that you spoke on? I talked about grow, going viral. I gave out all my secrets on how you can get a million Twitter followers too, and nobody could hear them. That's the irony. <laughs> That is how you protect the secret of life. That exa- right exactly there. right. They flew me down there. I gave out my secrets technically, just like you technically ate boneless wings or whatever you oh, were. Oh my God! Yeah, you're yeah. gonna circle all the way back. To I that. am gonna circle all the way back to that because that leads me into my compliment. I would like to compliment you on enacting a Simpsons skit in real life without knowing it. You are the real life Homer Simpson. There is Thank a, you. there is an episode where I think they're called Insanity Peppers or something like that. He he's at a fair and he almost accidentally drinks wax and the kid goes, "Mister, are you going to drink wax?" He goes, "Maybe I am. Maybe I am." And he pours the wax in his mouth and then he swallows the Insanity Peppers whole. And then he goes on a crazy <laughs> vision quest after that because he's old and full of hot stuff. So I'd like to hope that you also had a vision quest. But props for reenacting that without ever seeing that episode. You didn't even realize you were recreating art. So well done. James, speaking of vision quest, I want to tell you, I was seeing dead relatives in the bathroom <laughs> this morning. There's no way. That ice cream should have taken care of anything. That just, it just... Oh, on the way in, perhaps. But I'll tell you what, the exit wasn't quite as nearly well guarded, if you know what I'm saying. My brother one time, on his own, we went out, we went out to the unnamed establishment, and he ordered those wings. And he ate like one and stopped. I was like, you, I paid for those. You have to eat them. So I made him eat them the next morning for breakfast. <laughs> oh, like, God. Did he survive? You know, later on, he's like, yeah, I had to go to the bathroom. I said, how was it? He goes... I just want to take a bath. I <laughs> just sum up everything. <laughs> take a shame bath where you just hug your knees and cry. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I had to put the toilet paper in the oh, freezer no. ahead of time just no. to prepare. Okay, for we're crossing that line to too much detail here. We're always skirting that line with you. I don't want to see you. the line. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for that. Homer Simpson being one of the heroes I aspire to become someday. I'm glad to know I'm making successive approximations toward that finish line. Yes, very much so. Very much so. Uh, all right. So the Guam Court, again, we're almost 11 minutes deep in this. It's all right. This is going to be a short and decisive debate. I'm just going to destroy <laughs> you and then go home. Although I'm already home. I don't even home. know what side you have yet. What will the quarter's two sides represent for you? Okay. Heads, it's with a spoon. Tails, it's with a fork. Interesting, James Breakwell. Heads is a spoon, tail is a fork. Here we go. Quarter of fate is up. Ooh, bam! I got it that time. And it is, if everybody can see it, it is heads. You yes. have a spoon. Thank God, because this is how I really eat macaroni. 
Okay. That's because you're eight years old. But you go know ahead. what? Macaroni is a soft, malleable food, and you don't need to stab it, okay? You can just gently scoop it up and slide it into your mouth. You barely even need to chew. It is the perfect food. It is just solid flavor in. You take one bite, maybe two, just out of habit, and you swallow that down, and you are good to go. No need to skewer it. No need to apply violence to the macaroni and mix everything up. The spoon is the way to go. <laughs> it keeps everything nice and simple. You can fit more on there for faster macaroni consumption there is no downside people who eat macaroni and cheese with a fork are heretics and should take a hard look at their life you know the uh, people who eat macaroni with a fork are the ones who should use words like malleable and heretic because we're adults we have a certain level of dignity and decorum when we eat when we consume our macaroni and cheese when i eat mac and cheese with a fork i actually hold one pinky up as i'm doing it to show people how refined i am as a human being that uh, i went to the miss manners finishing school of macaroni and cheese it's over in europe you've probably never heard of it of course. but what the fork allows you to do is eat with with discretion it allows you to to eat and not make a mess you can just get a couple of noodles at a time it allows you for noodle dexterity that you don't have to go with the elbow macaroni you can go with the shell you can go with a few silly you can go with fettuccine noodles like there's a lot of different mac and cheese options that the whole world opens up when you have a fork because you're able to get the noodles and corral them you're able to contain you're able to control the splatter the mess you can put as many in your mouth as you want to at a time you don't worry about getting uh, mung all over your tie when you're eating mac and cheese when you're out on the road at a business meeting at a conference <laughs> when you know that you have to whisper and have somebody doing sign language next to you so the people in the back can understand that it allows you to eat like a grown-up that you don't have a little bendy spoon that has a picture of like a mikey from monsters inc on it that you eat with a fork you do what grown-ups do james okay i would like to see where you eat do you like cover yourself in a poncho in the room with a tarp <laughs> i used to envision macaroni and cheese splatter going everywhere because you have the motor skills of a toddler <laughs> Two or three noodles at a time? What is that? You might as well eat them with chopsticks, like one noodle at a time. This is this is insanity. You use a nice, precise spoon to scoop up exactly the right amount, exactly one mouthful, in it goes, down the hatch. That's all it takes. A fork is overkill. It is unnecessary. It is absurd. It makes you look like a fool. If you eat macaroni and cheese at your fancy restaurant with a fork, you will lose out on that business meeting. They will they will cut you off right there. There goes your deal. Then you got to start staying at skeezy motels like you do now. Like This explains your whole life track. If you would have just eaten the macaroni with a spoon, everything would have worked out. You would have been respectable. Yeah. I mean, there's a reason you start out as a kid eating with a spoon and you just keep on going. There is no better tool. You do it right I the know. first time and you perfect it and you just keep going. I know. I know. I know. And you still drink with a sippy cup, too, because <laughs> apparently whatever you do in childhood is just the best thing and you, you stick with something that works. You know what? James, I don't know why you have to eat so fast. Like, uh, can you not have polite conversation at the dinner table no. while you're eating your mac and I cheese? No, I have four kids. There's no conversation. You shovel it down quick before they <laughs> eat your food. Then you go and eat their food. <clears throat> Survival of the fittest. 
my family appreciates and hangs on every word that I bring to the dinner table or the lunch table, that I hold court. Obviously, I have to talk while I'm eating. And the fork allows things to slow down enough so that we're like grown-ups. We have conversation. We talk about the trouble brewing in the Middle East. We talk politics. We talk a little bit about strategy in the Super Bowl. Like There's a whole myriad of topics we can cover because we have time. And that's what the fork allows you to do. Pace yourself. You don't get indigestion like uh, you do. As you just, uh, why don't you just pick up the bowl like you're at a truck stop and drink the whole mac and cheese down? Because spoon gives me control. It gives me exactly as much as I need, and not one noodle more. As for your conversations, if they're anything like our banter here during the conversation, <laughs> it crosses some line that makes everybody lose their appetite, and then you're the only one eating with your poncho on there flinging macaroni splatter all over everybody, and that's why you're on the road alone all the time. Nobody wants you home, so you don't know how to eat macaroni and cheese properly. It's all I'm coming together. This- this doesn't get personal. This is just about the mac and cheese and the spoon and the knife. Exactly. That's nice how you do that. That's, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I didn't realize this was guerrilla warfare here, but as long as we're talking about this stuff, you know why you've had like laryngitis for two weeks when most people get over it in three days? It's because of this kind of thing. Is that what it that is? you live your life as a child. You're in a Petri dish all the time. You live in a terrarium with other little germs running around and your body just can't fight anything off because you're weakened by your poor eating <laughs> habits. And this is where it begins. I'm weakened by having four germ factories floating around me at all times. But you know what? They're going to hit me with so many germs that my immune system is going to build up. It's going to be invincible. I'll be able to eat macaroni and cheese out of a mud puddle and not get sick. That's where my immune system is going. But for right now, I eat it in the most sanitary conditions possible with a spoon. Like, I don't know if I've ever really seen people eat it with a fork. That's insanity. Who would who would do that? Who would take this sharp, brutal instrument and violate simple macaroni noodles Whoa. like that? Who would do that when you could gently scoop them up and lift them up gracefully to your mouth? It's, a, it's the perfect delivery system. No need for jabbing. No need for slicing. No need for cutting. Just just get them up to your face with the least destruction possible. Is that even is that even in your vocabulary? Is this something you're capable of? In my lexicon, I've not ever heard I eat like a child and I gracefully arc the food up toward my mouth in the same sentence. Before. I don't eat like a child. You accuse me of eating like a child. I eat like an adult with a proper tool, a spoon. Uh-huh. Well, unfortunately, we're going to have to end with that insane <laughs> argument on your side because we're bleeding into 18 minutes and people got better things to do okay. with their lives than listen to this kind All of All right. So we need to give out the code words, uh, which is going to be the numbers this time. And I'm going to roll two dice for them. We're going to randomize it. Cause last so time, you don't even trust me to pick I my don't. Own you went with 77. God. I went with 42. And I won because I picked 42. You didn't even understand the significance of it. So this time I'm going to roll, but first we're going to tell people every place they can subscribe. First of all, hit that subscribe button if you're watching on YouTube because we live off your attention. If you don't give us attention, we will die. So click that button. You can also subscribe on SoundCloud um, and uh, iTunes, uh, some uh, uh, Stitcher. There's one more, <laughs> Podcast Addict, all of those. Search for Wrong and Wronger and hit subscribe. I'm going to go ahead and roll. The one on the left is the tens column. The one on the right is the ones column. Steve's number is 98. My Ooh, number I like that. is... I think that's Connor McDavid. 81. No, so he's 97. 98 I'm sorry, for what Steve. Are you? 
I, I am 81. So 81 for the correct argument, the spoon. 98 for the incorrect argument, Steve the fork. So what you want to do you is pick 81. Always side with more points. 98 is bigger than 81. Obviously, you go with that one. And then the, there will be a, a random number, and then there will also be some kind of insane choice at the bottom that 99% of people pick. It will be irresistible <laughs> to them. Your Velociraptor won in a landslide it last did. week. The people couldn't resist, them, and they thought they were pulling one over. Like, I don't care what win. I'm voting for was Velociraptor. It's like, you fell for the trap. That was the point. <laughs> <laughs> the Burmese tiger trap. They right were there. they were so excited about it though. You know what? Let them go. Why ruin their fun? Uh, did did you want to roll for the random number? Or you got. The, I will roll for the random later. number. Why not? Okay, All hold right. on here. We got an even forty. All right. All right. So forty-eight yeah. for Steve, eighty-one for James. 40 if uh, you want to waste your vote, and uh, you'll come up with something clever and crafty for the uh, the dummy vote. Of course. That's all I do here. I do all the heavy lifting for clever and crafty, and you fill the empty space. We, we've got our roles. <laughs> there is some truth to that. All right. So subscribe, because we thrive on that, and we may die without it. But based on how God has smited both of us in this past <laughs> month, we'll probably be dead anyway. But go to SoundCloud, go to YouTube, go to YouTube in particular, because you can see my pretty face on YouTube. And what, what would your day be like without a little Dr. Steve face in it? Until next week, and next week we are going to come back and, James, give the people a little foreshadowing. Portend for us, what are we going to talk about next week? I have no idea, but hopefully I will do it in a normal voice. In a normal voice, but an abnormal point of view. <laughs> Until then, this is Steve Olivas, Dr. Steve, for James the Exploding Unicorn Breakwell saying, thanks for watching and thanks for listening, everybody. We'll talk to you next week.